Hello friends, it's Pat here. So this week uh, we're doing a deep dive into, oh, someone's calling me, I'll call him back. Um, we're doing a deep dive into Forever Halloween um, and the making of that record and kind of what our, our headspace was. Um, yeah, we just kind of hop into it and start talking about it. So um, here it is. I hope hope you enjoy the conversation. Like key. Uh, I think this is it's a C? Yeah. I think every harmonica is C. <laughs> every <laughs> oh yeah, C. Just kidding. Every harmonica is not C. Um Yeah, I was thinking a nice harmonica. What I was, I was just thinking about um when I when I went to P because we were talking about like be- beginning to record this and um I was thinking, like, most times we go to make a record, there's not really, like, one day that, like, changes the course of the entire record. You know, usually it's, like, many days spent talking about it and then, like, writing and pre-pro and then it, like, everything, like, changes and, like, evolves, you know? It, it, over time. Yeah, over time. Yes. But I was thinking about for Forever Halloween... Um, how when we met with Ryan Adams and how that is the reason that that record is the way it is. Yes. For the most part. It, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And it's crazy. Um, he was supposed to make that record. Yeah. Which is crazy. So, what, initially... He had sent, um, did he, I can hear that. It's fine. Sorry. Stop fucking fidgeting, man. You're fidget. You're spinning. I know, but I'm not touching the mic, you know? Whatever. Um, did he, did he send, he sent a tweet about, no, a fan posted a tweet about us and he responded to it. No, you want to know what happened? It has to do with Halvo. Yes. So. Halvo was in Australia yeah. with Rocket. Yeah. And he was there. Yeah. And he went, Halvo went up to go, like, say, like, he liked him and asked for a photo. And then he was, like, in some conversation and was, like, and was like bummed. A, like, like a deep conversation about, like, a friend who had, like, like, like passed away or something. Yeah. And was bummed. And then Halvo was, like, that was a bummer. And, like, tweeted that was, like, a bummer. Yeah. So all the bunch of fans started like a, tweeting at a, him. Atta- attacking Ryan Ryan Adams, <laughs> calling him an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and then somehow someone must have tagged me with it, and that was his way of connecting and say, "Hey, tell Halvo." He sent me a direct message. Tell Halvo yeah. I said sorry or something. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck? This is fucking bizarre." I mean, and then he was levied, like your and then your favorite singer. 
Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. And it quickly went from that to, hey, I have a studio in L.A. Come by, let's make a record. I was like, what? How did this? Ha- how did this happen? Yeah, like that. Yeah. And then we're we're on the Pioneer tour. Yeah, we're at, um we're at the um Gro- is that the, the Grove? Grove of Anaheim? Yeah, and uh, we rented a car, and us and Tim drove out. And we went to Pac Sam. Yeah. And we 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 weren't sure because he he really didn't wasn't talking much about making a record beforehand. No, he was he would just like come come to come, the studio, come check out the spot. And we were like, "What is this? What does that mean?" Yeah, which we, we were just so excited to see it. Yeah, and you know we walk in and it's just like literally the coolest place ever. And I think that really like sparked my like romantic feelings towards recording studios i feel like you know like i i just i love i love being around it yeah like there's oh, yeah there's nothing more like magical to me than like well because you feel like you can you're a god you can do anything you can do whatever you want yeah and be bizarre yeah but yeah met with him there and then by the end well, he said some crazy shit like, like, uh, what did he say about porn? Well, yeah, no. So like, we we walked around. And he like gave us a t- t- a tour of the whole spot, and then he started like he had the gold slowly the flag the American flag from gold yeah hanging up in the rehearsal stu- uh, room. Yeah. It was like, it was like becoming clearer and clearer as we were as he was giving us the the tour that he was like trying to pitch us on like he wanted to record us yeah um and we're just like oh my god like yes of course you know and so yeah over time you know we were just talking and yeah he he started talking about how how he records and how he went to lunch and he was like like, what do you guys like listening to? And at the time, I think some girls from the Stones was like, yeah, the, the our, our, everyone our, was like, fucking, f- like that was our favorite album, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, let's make that record. And we're like, huh? <laughs> what? So we just what? make like our version of that? He's like, yeah. And we're like, oh, yeah. So then, yeah. So then we went back to the studio, and he, um, you know, he starts telling us about all the different gear. You know, and he 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 had this this piece of gear. It's like a a compressor and he was saying that like he could have bought a yacht but instead it was Neil he Young's. bought instead and instead he bought that it's like yeah that's neil young's i bought i could yeah. have bought a boat for that yeah. like, and then Whoa. he um and then he and they started talking about the uh tape tape machines and like i guess the, and this is really where the story becomes a part of what what happened for uh for halloween but he said computers you can, you know, you can send an email to check in with your mom. You can watch porn on it. Um, but a tape machine is only meant to make music. And so he's going to, he's going to go for that instead. He's, he's going to, he's going to use that tool. Yeah. And then Pat, I see Pat's eyes just going, this all makes sense. And the gears are going. <laughs> and then all of a sudden. So from that point on, it was like, Okay. That's how that's how we're making a record. That this is how our favorite records are made. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna do that because that was so far like re- removed from what we you know had had ever done. Well, in our heads, it was always like, 
it was like something we wanted to do because it was like, oh, band, that's what you, that's what they used to do. And yeah. like, and in our heads, it was just like, oh, that's what cool bands do. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Not knowing the process of it and how difficult it is or any of it. You're just like, yeah, let's, let's do it like that. Yeah. And so, then, uh, yeah, so like we had, we'd been talking to him then and he, he, he wanted to m- make a record. Um, and just like, he's a scatterbrained dude. Um, as I'm sure he would ad- ad- admit to, um, and uh, just we I think never he wanted to do it like the next week, and we're like, dude, we have no songs. He's yeah, like, we'll write them. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just like the timing just didn't yeah timing work didn't out. Work like out. we just didn't feel comfortable making it like right then and making it in like ten days and all this stuff. Like he like would would have wanted to do and. Um, but we would have had one of the best songwriters of, of yeah. the past 20 years in the room. Yeah. Could have helped a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that didn't you know work out, which was a bummer. Um, so then I, I kind of went on a hunt to, you know, then I had the idea in my head of like, oh, man, like, all right, working with, like, an artist is, like, the, the way to do it then. Because, like, every other, like, producer we worked with you know it is not like a guy that's active in a band it's just like yeah. a guy that makes albums all day for for other bands so um we were just banging our heads against the wall for a long time and um i don't usually um partake in marijuana but <laughs> i did that that night we were in nashville and i was just hanging out in my bunk just like going through my ipod <laughs> i i had an ipod at the time um and Brennan Benson popped up, um, and we are all huge fans of the Reconteurs. Yeah, um, and thought those records were just incredible. Well, and, and and it didn't seem like it was just Jack White. Yeah, you know, it yeah. was like, oh, Brennan has like a it's a huge part like in equal this yeah. part of this super band, and yeah. we we knew his solo stuff and and whatnot too. So it was like, but it wasn't like you know we were the most massive fans of, of his solo stuff, but, um, yeah. I mean, I just remember, I mean, do you remember I like walked out of my bunk and like you guys were all just like hanging in the back lounge, I think. And I was just like, Brendan Benson, Brendan Benson. I'm like, Whoa, that's interesting. And like, cause you, I think at that point you'd already looked at, he had like, he had like and he recorded to tape and yeah. like all all the all the cool stuff that and we're that like we that that seems impossible and i think and i we, we got an email back like the same day yeah which doesn't happen um and yeah he was down to do it yeah and then yeah. uh that was yeah that was crazy um and yeah and started, then uh writing yeah we started writing songs and i mean i'm trying to think like would do you remember what like headspace we were at during that time like um, like, like what what our what our, our, of, our our mission was like it was it was definitely i feel like most don't give a fuck mhm yeah i mean i I remember feeling like um like we weren't aiming we weren't really aiming for anything besides to just 
make a cool record for ourselves. Yeah. Like, and I guess that's what I mean. Like, yeah, don't give a fuck, but uh, what us. anybody else would think or anything like that. Yeah. And, and it was like right when John started playing piano. Like, mm-hmm. And so I think that influenced a lot of it. Yeah. Um, it's like, take what you can carry. Like originally sounded like this like silver chair song. It was like really like yeah. piano driven. And, and I think it was like one of the first ones we, we worked on. Yeah. Um, and then like these four words was like, I think around for a while yeah. or at least for, no forever holding the song was just yeah, piano. Yeah. Um, so it was like a lot of piano based things. And I think it kind of mm-hmm. like shaped the feeling like, cause at that point it was all guitar like all before that yeah all guitar everything stuff everything be written on guitar you know he could kind of like poke around on a piano but like yeah. this was like he's like a pretty good piano player now and yeah. so it just kind of and, and piano does this thing it's like instantly moody yeah and I think that's kind of like molded the whole record to what it ended up being so it's like the dark tone through the whole thing comes from those chords yeah, yeah. it comes from different version like you play piano different than you play guitar yeah and so like and and then when you translate a piano song onto guitar it yeah. still kind of keeps some mm-hmm. of that yeah like some of the chord changes and stuff we would just never have done and we wouldn't wouldn't do again you know it, it and like brendan had you know once we actually got into record he also kind of kept that going you know yeah um yeah so i just feel like yeah, I mean, we were just kind of writing, and we weren't really. We di- we didn't have a clear vision. It it was just kind of like let's write songs that we think are cool. Yeah. Um, and so then we went. Um, we drove out to Nashville. I mean, and then, I mean, what we got there in the first day. What I mean, what do you uh. What do you remember from that? I remember. Because this is like the first time that we've that we had met him. You know, we we only talked to him on the phone once, and I think it was only like me and John maybe on the call. Yeah, and so, it was and it so we didn't really, we didn't really have a clear idea of like what the process was going to be like. Um, yeah, you know, normally we we do this thing called pre production, which is usually a week or two of usually around a week of just going over the songs and fixing them up. And and, and and picking which songs you're going to make on yeah. the record. Because we write, you know, a bunch of songs and then we, we pick. And so, in our heads, we're going there. First week's going to be that. We just hadn't talked about it. First thing we come in and we kind of go over some songs just to get a start. He hears Happy. Like, I think... I don't even know if he heard the whole fucking song. He's like, yeah. oh, that's cool. He's like, let's, let's do that one. And we're like, uh, okay. Do What do you mean do yeah. that? Yeah. And so, he starts setting up the drums micing it up we're all in this one room it started with us all in one room yeah. like john's vocal mic Including was john, in the yeah. same room as yeah and like he, your and drum set. He, he had some like mic it was like a broadcaster mic from like the 60s or something that he said like they used to use like during like a thunderstorm so it would like block out a lot of the outside noise yeah so he was trying to see if it would work if it would block out enough of like the drums and stuff and so we're like halfway setting up how to record and then the other half like he pulls a fucking acoustic out and is like let's start working on it and then we're like figuring out the fucking song and we don't even know what what we're doing we don't even know like is, is this recording is this pre-pro like what is this yeah. 
and then, head- and then we're like slowly just dis- like discovering that he's just like no this is this is how the song's being recorded. Yeah, so I think there's probably one take where John's in the room with like cymbals going psh, 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 like in the mic. <laughs> and quickly he was like, yeah, that's, that's not going to work. So and he so, put John out in the hallway. And then yeah. amps and stuff. You know, I'm in this in weird... Like, in a closet and, or in like a back room or whatever. Yeah, yeah and then so we start Someone fucking bathroom. hatching out this song like as we're recording it. So it's like fucking... Hey, skip the beat there. What do you, what do you call it? Uh, what the yeah, k- skip, skip the, the beat. beat. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, and you're like, I remember him saying that, and you're like, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and they did it. it. Was like, oh, that's cool. It was a cool little trick. Yeah. And then that's pretty much all he said on that song. Besides then, yeah. And then like we fucking just do it, and we get done. It's probably eleven thirty at night or midnight. We just get fucking t- like twisted into this thing yeah he's like oh yeah done and i remember getting in the van and us not really saying anything yeah and, and then, then we're, we're we in get the, to the elevator elevator we get to the elevator and, and it kind of like, like breaks that like yeah breaks the silence like yo that kind of fucking was weird yeah <laughs> and we're all like yeah what just happened yeah and so it's this like we- weird zone of like well maybe that was just he felt like the song was good enough and mm-hmm. we go in the next day and he gets in his head he's like after every song i'm gonna rip out all the cables and we're gonna start fresh yeah. every day and we're like what is that fucking happening <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden you know john has a piano in the fucking where his mic is and we're recording everything at the same time he's recording vocals while he's doing piano as we're in the other room doing Playing. everything yeah and it got to a point where we we're like spending seven hours you getting drum sounds of just like doom, yeah doom. and then like two hours of me like getting a bass sound and then he's a guitar player and like has all this cool shit so he got guitar tones in like 13 minutes yeah and then john was kind of just set up how he always been so it was like so long of us to just playing our instruments just to get the sounds yeah and then it would it would probably be like closer to like probably like 9 p.m by the time we actually like um like so we we would pick the song in the morning yeah we would pick which which song we we're gonna work on and then we'd maybe grab like an acoustic guitar for like two minutes and just he, he would be like yeah like that part's too long. That part's too short. Like what, whatever. And then we'd start getting the bass and drum sounds for that, and that would take all day. And then by like nine p.m. or eight p.m., we'd start working out the n- new arrangement while we're playing live. It's like, okay, this one's sad songs. Do it. <laughs> and then and then we would just be like playing it, and then that would be we'd be tracking it while we're figuring it out. Yeah. And like sometimes we'd play it like four or five times and that would be it. Yeah. And you know, so sometimes we'd have to play it for a long time. I, mean, I don't really remember having to do any like. I mean, we didn't do. There's no way we did more than seven takes of a yeah. song. Yeah. Like, but. But then like, okay, so we would do maybe three takes of like. This happened on maybe like Kennedy Curse. I, I remember. Where. We had it like it was kind of heavy. It was like way more heavy, yeah. and we do it that way. And he was like, "Ah, it's kinda, it just kind of sounds like a shitty indie band." <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, "Okay." And he's like, "Try a different way." 
and all of a sudden it turns into this weird like cold play thing and then he's like that's kind of close to do it and then john's like i remember john being like yo i don't like this yeah and then it ended up in this weird mixture of the two yeah of the two and it was it was so strange it was so bizarre because you had no, you really didn't have time to think about what you were doing. No. And it kind of the cool thing about it was it let off the pressure of you, the you playing it. Yeah, because everybody was playing. Yeah, everyone's playing. So if you kind of fuck up and you don't bring it up, it's there, and it like no yeah. one catches it. It's yeah. there. Then and it's there. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, cool. I got away with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, I did that so many times. Yeah, and it was but like. It was. It just felt like how it how it felt. Like if it, if it if the song felt right. I mean, know, it was crazy. I mean, it. it was straight up 1974. Yeah. And he's on the fucking ground with his shirt off, smoking a cigarette. And you know, we would do the take maybe third time or whatever. And you know, he's he's not like reacting. So we're like, oh, I guess we gotta we'll do it again. And then uh, so you know, go it. And then all of a sudden, you just see his hand go up with a cigarette. And then it's like that's the one. And then we come in and listen to it. And you're like, and in your head, you're listening back. You're not even like listening. You're just like, what happened? Yeah. Like, and I mean, I think I just remember like being pretty amazed that like how good it sounded. Oh, yeah. For like, um, you know, I mean, I guess. I know, I guess for, for people that are listening, you know, to give more context of like, generally, like, we would overanalyze the song, you know, when, when we're making other, other albums, you know, we would sit with it and we would n- totally take apart the song until we had it completely perfect. And then I would record the drums for it. And then those drums would be like, you know, taken and, you know, you'd, Copy and paste like a a fill from take five, and I would on and put it on take three. two, and yeah. you know you just mix it around, and then and you edit them to you know make them perfect, and then and then we record guitars for it, and we do like five different guitar parts, and then you put bass on it, and then you know you do all these things, and then John finally puts like vocals on at the end, and he's gonna you know he's gonna record each part six times and then we're gonna take out a couple words from one take and a couple words from the other and you know mix it all together and then there's harmonies and all this stuff so it's it's more put together and there's more time spent on it spent on it so you get it what you think is perfect yeah and this This was like literally i mean i know that like when we say we recorded it to tape and live i mean I know some people do that and they take like, they record like a couple instruments at once and then they, they overdub stuff. I mean, this was 100% live. Yes. Even John's vocals. Yeah. Even if there was a piano intro or an acoustic intro or something, we were just playing it. Yeah. I mean, there's probably, there's probably like four overdubs on the whole thing. And then we'd go back and then we'd listen to after the take and, I mean, to me, it, I mean, it's it sounded like it does in the record, which sounds like a complete completed record. And we were just like, you know, I, I, at first we were like super nervous and then it just became like the coolest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. And like that's kind of like 
I was saying that like romantic like feeling that you have towards like the recording studio and like making music is that is what I mean one of the that's co- what it's like. I mean that one of the coolest things we did was the song Forever Halloween. Yeah. It was we 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 had not made the song. It was John had the verse and a chorus. And we just did it twice and then we're like, okay, we'll we'll just like fade out the end or something. We'll just like figure out the end. And <laughs> also we're just playing the end for like I don't know how long it ends up being, but I, we play I think we did the song three times. And so tape only it's like I think it's like eighteen minutes or something that mm-hmm. like is as long as the tape was. So yeah. when we first did it, we did it forever long, fucked up. Second time we like kinda got our bearings. The third time we just went and then at like what would have been eighteen minutes on the tape, it stopped. That's why the record stops yeah. the way it does, is because we literally ran out of tape. Yeah. It, it and we had no plan. It wasn't like, oh, like let's let's do this cool like tape thing because yeah. that's the way we record. It just happened. We're like yeah. Oh, well, that was cool. Well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that. And it's just so abrupt and like <laughs> I don't know where. It is just it was so funny like cuz that's like one of the coolest things and it, it kind of it puts that whole record into like perspective like that's what yeah. it was. It was like we did this whole thing this certain way and the perfect way to actually end it was just happened and yeah. just the tape going Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I remember these four words. Um, that was a song that we didn't even have on the list of like songs to 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 pick from. Um, and one of the songs we were working on just wasn't uh, working out. And John played that demo, and we were all just like, "Why haven't we been considering <laughs> this for the album?" Yeah. And then the next day, Brennan brought in a piano player, like a, a guy that he knew that was just like a great p- player. And they literally, John sat right next to him and they did two takes. Yeah. And it was, I think this was this, the second take. Mm-hmm. Um, Brennan re- re- really wanted the, the first take, but there was, because John had made some mistake in it. That was cool. And I think we ended up going with the, the second one. But, um, yeah, I mean the record. It was just very like, um, not overthought and just like pure. Like this is, you know, and yeah. you know, really, I guess like the way the record comes out and the way it sounds at the end of the day is all that matters. You know, like the the process in which it's made. You know, that doesn't matter. You know, well, it just, um, it, but it differs. Yeah, you know, but every, it differs, I mean, and what th- what this did is this al- allowed us to just expose a different part of our band, you know? Because when when think, when we write songs, we don't really think of them as like finished, because we know we're going to take them in the studio and we're going to like rip them apart, and that's yeah. that's when we're going to finish them. So that's that's how we wrote the record, and then we didn't do that. Mm-hmm. We just recorded them like that. So, I mean, they're complete songs. It's just we we didn't overanalyze them. Yeah, you know. So that I think that's a part of the like appeal of the, of the the record. You know. Yeah, I mean, 
It's it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, because even now, I, I don't know if we could do it like that again. I mean, we could. Yeah, but no, wait, we could. I don't, we're, we're like it. Just would 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 we want to? You know. Yeah. But I mean, I guess we 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 get very we get very bored of like the same process and the same way of things, which is why we like like to record with a lot of different people or if we are going <laughs> to record with the same person like we have with Colby we're trying to like change the constraints in which we have to make the record and change the place we're recording it and the equipment and all that stuff. I I think I think of anything that it needed to happen cuz yeah. I think it was like a in our heads it was like stamping the okay, we're a fucking band. Yeah. Like we're like we don't, not a produced band. We're we're we we can just fucking play. Yeah, and like it was, you know, because we we came from you know, I think the like our era of bands when we came up, um, at least from like other bands at least that were like a little bit older maybe, um, you know, it was seen as like we're a, um, a band that you know got popular on the internet, you know, on on. MySpace, which was I mean, some probably like, viewed of, viewed us as a boy we band. Part, with, well, yeah, that's with, what I was with guitars. Yeah, it's like you know, we were kind of like, um, you know, we got popular on the internet. We were probably one of the first batch of bands that 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 happened to. You know, we wore matching outfits. We all kind of had the same haircut. We, um, you know, had kind of a polished, you know, sound on certain stuff. Um, but that was just what, I mean, that was just what we were doing. I mean, we weren't writing songs with other people. We were just like, we, we liked, I mean, that's, you know, we're kind of doing the same shit now with wearing the matching suits and stuff. It's like, we just, that's just what, what we were into, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of felt like that, like stigma had always been on us, you know? Um, and not that we like should have really cared, but I, I, I guess we we did, and we let, you know, that kind of insecurity come to us. And I think, like, Forever Halloween was us getting rid of that, you know, mm-hmm. and us, like, even just, just for ourselves, you know, just, like, saying, like, fuck it, like, this is, like, no, like, look, like, we're, we're a fucking band, and, yeah. like, we don't care. Like we're not, we're not making records for the intention of. I I think I remember one of the things that I would always talk about around then is like, um, when people would ask us like why our sound like has changed like so, like so much between records is that like. I thought that bands and I, I guess I still do is like bands that try to make their first record again. They're only doing that to try to make money or to try to be popular. Because that that would yeah. be the only reason you would want to do that. It would be weird to be 27 versus 18 and to be still just trying to do the same thing. You know, it's like you grow so much, or you should during that time, and you're exposed to new new music and and, and new things in life. Yeah. So the type of record you should make should change. And we felt like we were just staying true to that, which which I th- I think I think that we were. You know. Yeah, I mean, you don't like. I mean, when you're 17, <laughs> like, you don't like the same shit when you're 25. Yeah. That's just impossible. So we were just going along with that, and that seemed to be so different when most of our peers were trying to recreate 
with oh, fuck. Uh, not as many people like us anymore. Not as many people are coming to shows. Let's uh, let's, let's go make go, the first record again. Go back with the guy who made the first one and and and, and do it do the, do same the thing. exact same thing. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I've never like see for me even growing up like okay, there's a record in particular that I remember like people fucking being pissed about. Remember Finch? Mm-hmm. So what is yeah. the burn was like a big deal. Yeah. And people fucking loved that record. They were huge. And then they made that second record, uh, Say Hello to Sunshine. And yeah. people fucking hated it. Yeah. And like just like boom. And they just went and they crashed. And I remember when it came out, I was like fucking really cool, pumped. Yeah. I was like, this is so cool. So like I never understood the like the change thing like affecting it. Like I I that never like that was never there for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've always had a hard time. I, it's like when they don't change. Like, that's when that's when I give up on bands is when they do the thing you're talking about. Is like yeah, it's make the same record again. Well, you know, like they'll make something kind of like different and and push the boundaries on the second one, and then like it fucking or you know whatever second or whatever they do it, and then they go the exact it doesn't do well, and then the one they go then they go back the next one mm-hmm. and it just sounds so fucking bullshit yeah and you're just like well i don't like this band anymore like i know this is a lie it's a bummer yeah but, yeah. but it's exactly what you're t- it's like oh not as many people like i'm not invited to the cool party anymore <laughs> yeah like oh the the those people aren't coming to the cool people aren't coming to my shows anymore yeah. when like if you just kept i mean that's what happened to us. Yeah. And we just kept doing stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think, like, Forever Halloween, like, was that, like, turning point of, like, hey, now we've proved ourselves. Now we don't give a shit what anybody says. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, and I, yeah, I, 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 I remember, um, you know, we were just so excited about how we did it and excited about the process. We felt so the confidence that we gained while mm-hmm. making that record, you know, was huge. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it changed, it changed, it changed the everything. Yeah. I mean, it, it made us confident to go like, go make a pop song and like us do it and be like pumped. Yeah. And like, you do know, it like, cool. Yeah. Like, and it's like, Oh, this is cool. Cause we're like, we're doing it right. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, like the fact that like a song like Am I Pretty came out on the next record is, I mean, it was like awesome. Like it's cool. Like it was like, it was, it's crazy. Yeah. And that, um, so yeah, so I mean, we, but it wasn't a reaction of like, oh, people didn't like Forever Halloween because I think people did like it. Yeah. And you know, so we, we finished the record and um Colby who had recorded Pioneer and mixed Pioneer um we we had him do, do all the uh the, the the mixing on it and um you know I I sent it to uh Brendan once he was done and I think you know he he sent me an email back and he said sounds modern and that's that's the only thing he said <laughs> um we haven't we haven't seen him since um, John's you know, talked to him. John's texted with him a couple times, but um, yeah, I, I I don't think he's very happy with that part of it. Um, but we knew that 
that's how we liked records to sound, I guess. So, you know, we, we wanted it to be big and to be loud and stuff, even though it was recorded in that fashion. You know, I mean, we we didn't like Colby didn't he couldn't edit anything because everything was well. I mean, recorded I at the same about time. Like, yeah. why is there the four? Well, why is there only four mics on the drum set? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's blended. I I can only do so much. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, I mean, and I think that that record. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how how you feel, but you know, at first when we first started touring on that record, I guess like like most of the touring on that record was um, a little more challenging than anything else that we had done before. It 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 felt like um, yeah, I mean, like we were coming into our own as like this new thing, you know, we were coming into our own as like the post pioneer, you know, like the chapter of our band. And, um, you know, it was, it was taking people a longer time to react to the songs. I, and, I think still. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it, I think, but it has, it's got big roots. Yeah. And I think, yeah. it, and I mean, there people, love that the album um and i guess it kind of took us a little bit to realize that and it took us a while to um you know when you're when you're going out there and you're playing songs and it it, and it feels like they're not going over like you would have hoped you know you get frustrated Mm -hmm. by that um but i think i think somewhere in there the fact of us not perfecting it, like the songs, has like skewed it for us. Probably, yeah. You know, like I think that in our heads there was more potential in like everything, mm-hmm. every song in that record. But it needed more. It needed it. But it. But it didn't. Well, it it didn't. But we, but it, we in, in we, our heads, felt the way we like, which is doing why, things. which is why that like you know, an artist judging their own art is not a good, oh yeah, a good thing because the the record is what it is, and it's a great album, mm-hmm. you know. But, but yeah, that's why you also f- you hear people like directors or whatever being like, oh, like I, it doesn't feel finished to me. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of how I. That's how that album feels. Yeah. Ca- but like someone else, it's just like, oh, that that's cool. Like yeah. that's like a cool record, or because they were, or that's they a shitty were, they record. They weren't there for the making of it. Yeah, yeah. but and, and always in my head, it's like, ooh, there's like, we could have done this. We could have yeah. done that. Yeah, which I don't have with any other record. Yeah, yeah. But that's what makes it what it is. Yeah, and that's what makes it you know one of the most <coughs> important records that we've ever made. Also, that you know? the timing in that that for me personally was a really weird zone. It was like right when I, I started having like panic attacks and I never had them before. And that was like when we, right when we started that, it was like, boom, like every day I'd have one. And it was like that feeling. There's just like, I would almost like, just like tunnel. Like I remember mm-hmm. recording Kennedy curse and one part, like it was really dark in there. And then like, I almost fucking passed out. Cause I was like mid recording. I was having a panic attack Yeah, and it fucking sucked. <laughs> It was just like such a weird time, like mentally in my head, 
that I wonder if any of that like fucking crept in at all. <laughs> yeah. I know John was in a really weird spot too. I, I know that was like mm-hmm. it was just dark. Yeah. Dark times. Yeah. You know, and you know, sometimes the dark times bring out good music, but mm-hmm. it it makes it harder to look back on it, I guess. Yeah. Um But yeah, I mean, I think um Yeah, I think like just over time that record keeps like meaning uh more and more to people. Well, I keep wanting to play so, like the like I I want to play Forever Halloween like all the time, like the song. Yeah. Like I want to do it like all the time. Yeah. And then it's so fun like when we actually start doing it it's just like oh this is extremely slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean but like I don't I always like playing Kenny Curse. I love oh, yeah. <laughs> Run is like I mean it's like kind of like a staple in, in most yeah. of the sets like yeah. I think the way we the way the ways we do it live I think kind of show like like we change a lot in those yeah, songs. It's and like I think it, what what we would have done. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think it's like because I mean we played Kennedy Curse from heavy, the get go, yeah. the way we heard it. Yeah. Like we play it like super heavy. Yeah. And and I mean, but we've played that since the first time we toured on it, like mm-hmm. toured with it. Yeah. So it's like I I I think from the beginning there is like that like oh this isn't done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like with like run, you know, we've done all kinds of different things to to that song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. It is what it is. That's that, that's that record, and yeah. um, thanks for listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for, you know, giving us a chance to take a risk. You know. Yeah, I mean the fact I, I there's something about the fact that we survived Pioneer in Forever Halloween says a lot of like the people who listen to us. And, yeah, like, I mean we have people that are, give a crap like past just like the surface level of being into a song. You know, they want to like dive into a record and what it means and you know all that stuff that for us is really important. And like the stuff that we do with other bands too, you know. Yeah. So it's it's pretty it's pretty wild. I think in, in even mentally that we got past <laughs> yeah <laughs> those yeah. records I think yeah I guess we're st- we're going to be around for a little while yeah we're going to be a band that's cool yeah I like being cool. in a band yeah we should keep doing it cool we should keep doing it so cool man well I th- I think um yeah we're going to keep mess messing around with this I think uh Maybe we'll dive into other records and other things and other parts and time periods and um and then just talk to and Yeah, we'll get uh I feel like the more and more we do it, the more we can be like just say whatever we're feeling. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this this podcast is brought to you by saying whatever you're feeling. Go to say whatever you're feeling dot com slash org and uh you can say whatever you're feeling. So thank you very much. Patrick. Yeah, man. Thanks guys. We'll uh we'll we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.